Are you dedicated, up and coming, motivated, and bold? Then you're dumb. So are we. Welcome to the Young and Dumb Podcast with your hosts, Justin Wynn and Gary Pershad. Join us every week as we discover the knit and grit of your young and dumb journeys. We got more podcasts for your head top, so watch how you speak on our name, you know? This week on Young and Dumb, we tackled the extension of the self, the personal brand. We are all deep, personal human beings, and in this high-paced world we live in today, we can easily get caught up in the madness, because in the working world, they don't always see you. They see your brand. But what is a brand? Bright, by always thinking outside the box in both his designs and productions. Reniscent, with fashion and combining the old with his new. Ambitious, as his brand knows no borders nationally and internationally. Noteworthy, continuing to pave his own road in the personal branding business. Devotion, in only producing products in which he full-heartedly believes in and never releasing anything below expectations. So let us leave you with this. What is your brand? With Owen. Welcome to the seventh episode of Young and Dumb. We have a very special guest with us today. We have Owen. Say what's up to the people, Owen. Hey, what's up, guys? So you know what? Let's hop right into it. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're into right now. All right, cool. Um, my name is Owen Newman. I'm currently the creative director and founder of No Emotion Studios. Um, I'm into fashion, photography, film, and arts in general. So, Owen, um, give me a little insight how you got into these fields. Um, well, I've been running my brand for about two years now, and it all started from post-high school, just trying to figure my way in the world and figure out what I really was going to set as a career path. Um, what I realized was in the first year of getting out of high school, you know, things are not really segmented. There's no right or wrong way to go. And I realized that college kind of wasn't for me. Um, in high school, I always had an interest in like fashion and just kind of staying fly. And eventually, <laughs> <laughs> eventually I decided to, you know, maybe put that together and see if I had a little bit of talent in it. Um, I never really thought of myself to be able to design because I never used my brain in that way, but I've always took a lot of art classes. I've always been around a lot of artsy people, and photography has something that's been kind of like raising my bloodline, so put two and two together. Okay, uh, let's take a step back, and let's go back into that decision of choosing between college and no college. Yeah, Obviously, sure. that's a lot, that's a struggle that a lot of, <clears throat> not necessarily only entrepreneurs, but students in general when they're leaving high school go through. And it's weird because when going through high school, they focus a lot on college prep with SATs, ACTs, testing, things like that. So what deterred you from, you know, going to college? That's very true. That's a good question. Um, Within my my senior year, I had a bit of a struggle and I was going through a lot of things personally. Um, And by the end of the year, I was getting ready to graduate and I'm seeing all my friends and a lot of my classmates, my peers all getting ready to go to these big colleges, and I realized I didn't decide yet. Um, I was just one of those kids, just end of the barrel, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I'm all for going to college, I'm all for secondary post-education, but I was, and I still am a strong believer to believe that entrepreneurship and being your own business is more important than you know going to school and you know formulating yourself to become a business or go into a business. So a part of my decision, just based off of what I really saw myself doing in the next 20 years, and 
I still every day wake up with a little bit of uncertainty, a little bit of unsureness, but I do feel as if I'm following the right path and kind of just figuring it out day by day. Do you think entrepreneurship can be taught in school? Uh, see, that's a good question. Um, no, because when it comes down to it, a lot of the things are a lot of your character, a lot of your nature. Um, no one can really tell you, you know, how to conduct business. A businessman, I think, is kind of a businessman, you know? I do also feel as if there are some key things that school does teach you, and there's some key things that you can take and can always use towards the world. But I do also, to an extent, feel as if entrepreneurship is a spirit within you that you know you either have it or you kind of don't. Well, there goes my entrepreneurship innovation. <laughs> um, I mean, I did get an A in the class. I mean, maybe I'm a natural. No, 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 no. Uh, out the window. Cool. Um, so let's focus on that a little bit. Um, I feel like entrepreneurship and innovation is kind of like the new thing for the American dream, like a small reformation um, in a sense for people <laughs> to want to aspire to be, to be an entrepreneur, to own your own business. Yeah. Um, do you have any inspiration, um, someone that you look up to that you say, I want to be like this person or that inspired you to do what you do now? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, 100%. Um, I loved what you touched on because that kind of like um, said something to me. And um, you're right. According to the American Dream, and I reference like the book The Great Gatsby, um, that was a big thing, you know, the deterioration of new money versus old money. And luckily, we're in 2017, and a lot of things are kind of restarting. You know, the American Dream is changing. Um, the way people are getting to these standards are kind of different. Um, a lot of the people that I, I resource, you know, inspiration from, a lot of people that are self taught, um, like Virgil Abloh, he runs a super dope brand called Off White. He was an um, architectural designer that eventually transitioned to fashion design. So he had no formal education of fashion design, but off of those basic standards and off of his own entrepreneurship, he developed into something much bigger. Um, some other people I can say that I resource a lot of inspiration from are like Pharrell Williams. Mm -hmm. I think he's just a super dope creative. He's a person that <laughs> stayed himself. He stayed true to who he was and kind of allowed his personality to continue growing and figured a way to make money after the fact. Um, also, Kanye West, there's a lot of things with him in the media, but I'm a huge Kanye fan, kind of always been, kind of shows my personality. But anyone that's kind of creative and, you know, forward, forward-minded, and always looking to take the next step forward, I pull from. And, you know, even people, my friends. My friends are inspiring. My father's inspiring. My mother's inspiring. People that, you know, get up with the drive every day and follow something. That's okay. my inspiration. Awesome. Oh, that's great. Uh, so before you spoke about a 20-year plan, and that was kind of your decision of not going to college, what yeah. was that 20-year plan? Okay, so to give you a, a, bit, of, a bit of a backstory, um, I come from a family where, like, my mother's a dental assistant, my sister is in the dietary field, and getting up and, you know, forming myself to a job, I couldn't see myself doing it. I just couldn't, and I... From the age of 13, I've been going back and forth and trying to figure out what could I see Owen Newman eventually becoming. And realistically, even within fashion, I don't even want to sit anywhere for too long. Mm -hmm. I always want to, you know, keep my hand or keep my feet in something and continue to grow into who I am. Um, not really focus on really much and, you know, just kind of keep on moving forward. Um, as far as where I see myself in 20 years and where I did see myself... 
I thought, you know, maybe I would have got like into a psych degree. I always love psychology. I love like the internal way of how people process things. I feel you there. I feel you there. <laughs> and um, I totally did that until I took like AP Psych senior year, and I was like, oh God, <laughs> what am I signing off for? <laughs> were, were you in my AP class? Um, I low key feel like you were with like Romero, Stephen Romero. Ah, I might have. Um, like you sat near the teacher. Yes, teacher. yes, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. And I, that... was, uh, I was a psych major freshman year. Oh wow! Yeah, See, I, I didn't know that. Psych classes, That's funny. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Nah. Exactly. Exactly. Psych's beautiful, and like understanding the nature of like how our minds work. Yeah. Um, is super amazing because you know. Everything is triggered. Everything's causing reaction, you know, and uh, that's a bit of how our mind's set up. So anyone that is out there that are psych majors, I commend you. I push you on to become a psychiatrist. We just couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not for us. All, all for you. Round of applause for yeah. you. <laughs> okay, so let's take a deeper dive into your brand that oh, you're for trying sure. to build for right sure. now. For sure. How yeah. did that get started, and where are you at now, right? <clears throat> All right, so um, the title of my brand is called No Emotion Studios. Um, well, No Emotion coming from No Emotion Studios. The meaning behind that brand is not even just what you hear off the tongue, No Emotions, but it's really my take on emotions, my everyday emotions. And I turn, I flip that into design. I turn, I flip that into collections. So whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm inspired by, the emotions I get up with today, that is my, my point of reference, you know? Mm -hmm. So... Where I'm at today is I'm two years in. I'm 20, turned 21 years old. Mm -hmm. Emotions are different. Emotions are changing. Life's changing. Life's asking for different things. So I'm almost at a point of starting and restarting. And I'm just feeling myself out and really tapping into what's driving me. And what I've been noticing is art and, you know, things that are not, you know, my focus is like money or things because that's relative. But things that are really for like culture or growth in culture, that's what I'm grinding for. So... That's kind of where I'm at. Okay. I don't know Could if that kind of could be like that. an example of the, the self-expression that comes out into uh, one of your pieces of clothing. Like what would, what are you feeling right now? Let's go with that. <laughs> like, what are you feeling right now? <laughs> well, right now I feel like I'm with my boys, you know, Gary and Justin, shout out. Um, <laughs> but realistically, what I'm feeling is, is I'm feeling that there's a lot going on in the world and I want to speak on that topic. Whether we're talking about Trump or talking about the angst that we have politically or how, you know, the awareness of depression is not even a thing. A lot of these emotions are settling in me and I want to be that voice. I want to keep a brand that is speaking on that level topic. You know, I don't want to, I don't want you to buy it because you, you like it per se. I want you to buy it because you support it, because you understand the message, because you feel from it, you know? It's more of the meaning rather than the look. Exactly, See, exactly. Social responsibility, it's it's rare to find in the business world these days, whatever field you're in. And it's, it's <laughs> nice true. to see that like yeah, different organizations, even one like yourself, mm -hmm. are really taking pride in this yeah. um, and trying to make everyone socially aware about all these different issues. And yes, I mean, 100%. that's kind of what mm -hmm. me and Justin are trying to do here with stories that we tell as well exactly. no that's beautiful that's why i totally like support everything you guys are doing because like once i met you guys i could feel the vibe and understanding that you know there's something that sits behind it and you know like real recognize real you know that's a famous <laughs> quote <laughs> and that's that's really how i feel about things and like i said you know someone has to fight for a cause someone has to say what no one wants to say in that room and I hope to be that voice. And you asked my 20-year goal. My goal is to be there, you know. I want to make pieces. I want things that may sit different politically. You may agree or disagree. But you 
internally questioning yourself is starting a conversation between the two of us. So, you know, that's the type of brand I want to run. Would you like to uh, your brand to go international? Like, what are the the scales? Oh, oh, yeah. I know it's small scale right now, Mm -hmm. um, but what is your avenue to get to, let's say, your 20-year goal? Like, where are we going there? Oh, for sure. Um, Luckily, in this past um, second year, I've took on some clients that are out out of seas. I've sold okay. a couple of shipments to Denmark. Um, okay. There's a nice fan base. This, that's the beautiful thing about fashion. And that's why like I love being in this field because it's art and you know, I can talk to many people around the world. I don't even speak my language, but the art of clothing, you know, mm-hmm. you may draw your eyes to. So I've sold to Denmark, I've sold a bit to England, a little bit to Finland once. Okay. Um, and realistically, the more I can talk to more people, the more I can just branch my ideas you know, the further this can go. Um, in 20 years, I hope to be selling internationally across borders mm-hmm. to get a higher revenue on my site, um, to get just more people in my clothes. Like I said um, before this interview, and I was talking to you guys personally, um, it's much more meaningful to me just seeing a, a kid or a young person or even an older person wearing my clothes than any capital I make off of it. Like, exactly. realistically, I don't care. I would rather just see my work out there. Mm-hmm. So that's the point I'm at. So 20 years, I hope to at least seeing a thousand people in no motion. <laughs> How are you connecting with these people? Is it just, like, them finding you, or are you reaching mm-hmm. out to them? Well, a lot, a lot of just networking. You never know who you're going to meet, when you meet them, or where you're going. Mm-hmm. And a lot, of, a lot of it just, you know, putting yourself in those positions and not being afraid to talk about your idea. Um, I've got a lot of connections off the basis of meeting new people, and I wouldn't know he's a fashion designer. He could be an Uber driver. He's yeah. driving me around. He's bringing me somewhere. And, you know, I want to hear his interperspective. I want to hear his thought. If it leads to a conscious discussion, that may lead to me saying, hey, I run a brand. How about you check it out? Or sometimes with, like, social media being a big thing in this day and age, um, just posting or relating my thoughts on that small platform, it attracts such a large amount of viewers. And they don't always have to follow you, but doesn't mean they're not looking. Exactly. And, you know, I always try my best to keep a high level of content because realistically, the fashion industry um, feeds from the youth. It feeds from people our age because we are the power. You know what I'm saying? We're the ones buying stuff. Exactly. So once you understand that, you know, understand that there's bigger fashion industries that could be looking at such a small level that I'm doing. And, you know, just always try your best and keep continue to network, continue to talk. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to talk about it. So where can I get some dollars? <laughs> uh, the million dollar question. <laughs> well, um, I, I run a site. I do only do seasonal drops. So I just finished up with um, my last year. I did a nice spring, summer, and I'm getting ready to transition to my fall, winter collection. Okay. Um, but you can follow, find all of my gear at noemotionstudios-usa.com. And that's all good to go. You'll also find over there um, some visuals that I've directed, a little bit of song adaptation, some art, and just other pretty dope stuff. I'm into photography, so you see a lot of photography there. Um, And yeah. Where do you see the fashion industry going? So before it used to be really big on like (laughs) how you looked, the model who's wearing it, yada, yada. But now we're moving more into, like you said before, the social aspect of having a meaning behind the brand before actually buying it. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. how do you feel that the fashion industry is gonna look in maybe five, 10 years? 
or even next month, I guess. <sighs> See, that's that. That's a very good question. If I could answer that question, you know, I'd probably make a lot more money. <laughs> but no, no, no. Um, realistically, I think the entire world is kind of at, not to say a standstill, but we're at a new point. Um, I, I question myself when I say we're either at a renaissance or the end of the world, but I'm only kidding. But, you know, <laughs> but things are changing. You know, social media, these presents are being a thing. Um you know, the importance of who you are is sometimes outweighing what you're wearing, and that's very difficult in the fashion industry because mm-hmm. it's almost like people are looking for just that approval, looking for that thumbs up, looking for that like, exactly. no pun intended, but, like, looking for that like. And um, it's hard because, you know, a lot of the conscious, you know, level-minded designers are kind of being pushed away. Like, if you want to relate this to music, a lot of the conscious people, people talking about a topic in music mm-hmm. are being pushed aside because, you know, people are not keeping their eye woke or staying awake and looking there. But, you know, realistically, I have faith in humanity, I have faith in fashion, I have faith in music, and I feel like it's going to make a stronger comeback. And I feel like, realistically, if we don't go completely into tech wear, we're going to get into something that's very higher end. We're going to tap into a new source of materials. Mm-hmm. And overall, I'm excited for it. So, you know, in 20 years, 10 years, um, expect to see things that you probably wouldn't have seen anyone ever wearing, <laughs> but we're at such a new kind of creative, self-expressional time of life. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone can express themselves now. Yeah, exactly. You know, so is it kind of going like the feel of how Snapchat has or Snapchat, sorry, has the spectacles and mm-hmm. like smartwear like that or like? Yeah, I, I almost like we could get there. Um, my my thing is seeing a lot of these designers and having a lot of conversation i'm seeing tech wear is a big 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 um big level of fashion <laughs> level of fashion that could be touched on and tapped down to the right way um but <laughs> but yeah i think tech wear is going to be huge um outside of that like if anyone pay attention to high-end fashion like vitamins and balenciaga a lot of these people are these people that are affecting the culture, people directly into the culture of things. Okay. And they're getting to these, you know, big fashion houses are really shaking shit up. So, sorry, I don't know if I could have said no, that shit. Everything's good. All right, cool. But yeah, definitely, it's going to change. It's going to change. I can't tell you what it's going to look like in 10 years, but I hope to be a part of it. So, okay. let's see. Well, how do you feel about interactive fashion? Like, um, smart watches... Uh, the spectacle glasses, mm. like fashion that you personally interact with that has maybe an AI in it or yeah. some type of technology that allows you to <coughs> do more than the human body should possibly, possibly. be. <laughs> 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 yeah. We're going to create like Halo suits pretty soon. Yeah, and like, like, <laughs> I, was reading, I was watching this one video where this guy was like kind of trying to predict the future. Yeah. It was that we're going to have belts uh. that are hooked up to us and then you're walk up to like McDonald's or something. Yeah. And you'd be like, bro, don't eat that burger. It's gonna like tell you that you're overweight. I would not, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like your waistline's getting yeah, too big. Exactly. You gotta, gotta hold it so in. So we're basically wearing our conscious <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know how well I'll do over when that happens. But, you know, we'll see. <laughs> That's real self-expression. <laughs> but, um... As far as what you're saying, Gary, and like this, um... Like this AI kind of thing and all of that going on, uh... I have mixed I have mixed feelings on it. I think that right now, on a human standpoint, we're giving a lot of credit. We're giving a lot of source to technology in general. Yeah. You know, everyone is using an iPod or iPhone. It's almost as if 
I wouldn't be surprised for the next five to six years, no one will have credit cards. No one will have cash. You know, it'll be your phone, and that's going to be how you pay for things. Bitcoin. Bitcoin, exactly. So, you know, I have small anxieties and fear of that's the case, but, you know, understand it's a current. Life's like an ocean. You know, you can't really fight against it. I do see that um, this technology and the crossover technology and fashion is going to be more and big. Like, you know, Apple Watches, their Mm -hmm. sales are probably increasing skyrocketing and the more they can you know minimalize and that's what apple's been doing the more they can minimize the more they can give you something while taking something else away the more the money they're going to make the more they're going to buy it so realistically you're right you might have a watch that's like complete like see-through or you might have um a phone your phone might be like a glass tablet like uh, and it's have nothing on it and you tap it and you know it becomes a screen so that's something to look out for i think it definitely could happen and realistically it will happen, you know? Awesome. So, obviously, like, there's so many fashion brands in the world. Mm-hmm. How do you differentiate yourself? <laughs> and that's that's another very good question. Um, a big part of it is how you start off, how you come into the game. Mm-hmm. Because I understand um, if anyone's listening and you know you're in the interest of starting a brand or looking to jump into the, the ocean, water, the pool, whatever. Um, you got to understand you have to start off strong and have a good founding or a bit of an understanding before to know you're not replicating. Um, art, we're always sourcing and resourcing and finding inspiration from each other. It's kind of like internal dialogue with yeah. people. But it's staying true to yourself and, you know, what you're about because no one is you. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're staying true and trying your best to say, hey, look, this looks new. I've never seen this in my life. That's good. Like, you know, I created a logo that was almost unbalanced, but the fact that it was unbalanced made me like it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it's like whatever is you, whatever you can identify to, run as such. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you one of my favorite questions. Please. I ask it every, uh, every interview. Let's take your journey and let's pretend it's a loading bar. Okay, so we have zero to a hundred percent. Where do you feel like right now you are on that loading bar? Hmm. That's a, that's a strong question. <laughs> um, see, the cliche of me wants to say twenty percent. I'm twenty years old, but like, <laughs> but realistically, I feel like I'm at the beginning of my journey. Um, I've made progress, and to everyone that supported me and seen where I've came from so far, I gratefully, gratefully thank you, and uh, you know, I thank everyone. I come across, um, but I know I'm at the beginning. I know I'm at the start of the, the start of the race. You know, um, if this is loading bar, I'd probably gauge myself anywhere from twelve to fifteen percent because I have so much more to go, so much more to learn, and I have so much higher to take this. So to the people that do like what I do, that do keep an audience for me, like I love you guys because realistically, <laughs> I'm just starting. You know, and I have a lot more to come. So what gets you to a hundred percent, and what does a hundred percent even look like? I feel like my goal is almost to really not even reach 100%. Because if I'm at 100, I feel like I'm done, done. you know? So I'm done loading. So if I can walk out of my life, like, you know, keep on creating projects and keep on creating things that my inner person feels satisfied about, I'm happy, you know? And I don't ever gauge myself to a time limit. I don't even put myself under too much pressures to put out collections when when I need to or don't Mm -hmm. need to, you know? I want this to be self-expression. You know, I want this to be natural. I want it to just be my life's journey. Um, I started at 18, and I think that was my first year of adult. 
So if I can run this to 99, you'll see a whole entire life perspective. Exactly. So like that, <laughs> that's what I hope for, you know, that would be me reaching 100%. Like, you know. So what are you doing at 99.9999% then? Where are you living? What's Gosh. your dream? Like, Einstein? like what's the dream? What's the dream for a moment? Like, Honestly, um, I just, what I, what I can see myself, I'm very big on Porsches. I'm a Porsche Porsches. enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, I would love to, you know, have a nice car and just having my hand into so much crap that, like, I could barely even do it, but I'm so good at it that I'll just do it, you yeah. know? I want to have films going on. I want to have clothing collections going on. I want to have a nice house, um, a nice wife. Some nice kids <laughs> pretty average you know human things that we all want but you know i would just love to i have a goal for myself i want to design my house i want to you know never buy a house i would like to design my house design what goes in it and just kind of design my lifestyle and that's realistically all i'm seeking okay. so if you talk to me in 20 30 years hopefully i'm in the mountains in a house i designed by myself What's your dream place to live, though? like what state if you had to choose one what state i want to live overseas yeah um realistically i gauge myself by spending time in different areas of the world yeah. so like i plan I to be a nomad yeah yeah exactly yeah, i want i, like I want to stay completely like, we, we nomad. Might be able to, to travel 110 <laughs> percent, bro like traveling like traveling is one of my favorite things to do right now like i i that's all i really care and about you just doing. came back from a trip didn't you yeah 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 i just came back um i was nowhere too far i was in puerto rico for a couple of weeks mm -hmm. and it was beautiful and just experiencing different cultures experience yeah, how other people get down yeah. it's beautiful but that's what we should be doing you know communicating and relaying more messages mm -hmm. so um, I would love to spend maybe 10 years in Europe. Like if I get to 25, I could do 25 to 35, just studying, creating art, going to art museums, making fashion, talking to dope people in Europe, anywhere mm -hmm. from France to Italy, and then go from there, maybe spend some time in like Asia for like maybe another mm -hmm. 10, 35 to 45, and then I'll settle oh. somewhere in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is the dream. Like dream. And just have a Porsche. Like, yo, I just spent five months out in Madrid studying abroad. Yeah. And beautiful. I just want all of, that's all I've thought about. Beautiful. Same exactly. Thing. And so, once you start doing you'll get hooked, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's insane what you get to see when you actually travel outside of the US. Mm -hmm. Even when you're traveling from state to state. Yeah. Yeah. It's so It's different. so different, like, exactly. Northeast or so Connecticut to like California. Mm -hmm. Culture is incredibly exactly. different. Exactly. And like that's that's one of the greatest things. And like one of the the anti things I can say about um like technology right now, people are boxing their perspectives too small because mm -hmm. you see your phone screen in front of you and you have now engaged yourself completely in that and you forget there's an entire war going on outside there. And I think too, people only, like they have such high expectations because mm -hmm. they fall in love with the filters of yep. the waterfall. Like the other day I saw something on Twitter where it was like New Haven and there's beaches all over the place. I'm like, that's not New Haven. It's no. That is not New Haven. That's really real, man. And, like, I, I walk around with this quote in my head, like, all the time. And, like, I was speaking to someone, and we were talking about life, just having a life discussion. And they were like, you know, Owen, life does, like, life doesn't experience itself. You know, you have to get up and go experience exactly. it. And, like, my only thing is, like, we're talking about design, but on the life level, I hope to make it to a point where I've experienced enough. I don't ever want to walk out of life and say, I didn't experience enough here, you know? Mm -hmm. exactly. So that's my real 
personal goal. If you need something to retweet, retweet that. That's, that's, that's facts right there. Where can they that's find facts. Owen on Twitter for some fire tweets? Uh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, my Twitter is by Owen Newman, B-Y, Owen Newman, O-W-E-N-N-E-W-M-A-N. And that's the same on Instagram. Um, you guys feel free to follow me. And then my brand is No Emotion Studios. You can find that on Instagram. Not yet on Twitter, but we're working on it. In time. Okay. In time. Okay. All right. Awesome. So we're going to get to the best part of the interview. His favorite. I'm ready. The deep questions. Bing. So first yeah. off, let's imagine you've retired in 70, 80, 90 years. Yeah. You've made all the money. You've given back. To everything, mm-hmm. no one knows where you are right now. Yeah, no, we, honestly, we don't know where you are. But no, I'll the, find you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> has been has just been obliterated. Mm-hmm. The books, all books written on Owen Newman are gone. There's no recollection of who you are. Yeah. What three things do you want to be remembered for? All right. I would like to say, um, what I like to be remembered remembered by. See, the thing is that this this answer would change in, in that year. Yeah, yeah, but you know, for right now, I have a distinct pair of sunglasses that whenever I shoot, whenever yeah, <laughs> I go out, are. that's it's on. You know, it's okay. it's, it's, it's like the game face. I, like I would hope that those sunglasses are there. Um, my favorite sneakers are Vans. I don't know why. Since like thirteen years old, I would hope oh, to have a pair of Vans and. Um, the last thing would be more on like a sentimental note. Just a rose. Um, the, the what my brand is represented by is a rose, um, no emotion, and a rose just really sits with me. And I feel like that's a representation of my life. Like you know, someone blossoming, someone developing to myself. And you know, a rose is almost timeless. You know, and my first initial piece that I made for my brand was a T-shirt entitled "I Should Have Brought You a Rose." And it was coming from a real deep place of mine, you know, emotionally and coming through a little bit of regret and relationship-wise and just life-wise. And I feel like for some reason, a rose resonates with my life. So those things would be that. some bands, a rose, and my glasses. <laughs> like that. Okay, yeah. let's break that down a little further. What would your autobiography be called? <sighs> Life in quotations. <laughs> in quotations, in my autobiography. If I do, it's funny because you, you speak on writing a book. Um, <laughs> before I got into fashion, I thought I wanted to be a writer. I mean, sure, you could have talked about it, but I really thought I wanted to be a writer. I used to, my favorite show, this is something you guys have to this interview. Um, my favorite show is called Californication. Californication. <laughs> and it's from the perspective of this dude named Hank Moody. He's like, totally, he has, he has all the girls, he's the man, yep. but he's like this self introverted writer. And he was just literally like the coolest person like I could ever imagine. And for some reason, I watched this show, and it's very rare to watch a show and like feel something. Yeah. But I like felt so a bit I of my personality. I watched a couple episodes of it, and I was like, not really my type of show. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like it yeah. Though, so. No, no, no. Exactly. It's it's very and it's kind of witty. It's you know, it's a certain sense of humor. But <sighs> that would be my advice for your life. Life, life. in quotations. And hopefully one day that'll be out. So, and we'll touch back on this. (laughs) All right. So, what allows Owen to sleep at night? Like, what has happened during the day that Mm -hmm. you hit the hay and you just knock out right away? Um, Well, what allows me to sleep is just me feeling content that I got all my work done. Um, Like, you know, that I made forward progress than where I was at yesterday. Mm -hmm. So as long as I go to sleep, like, hey, I did something I didn't do yesterday. I made this call. I sent out that email. So to this manufacturer or I talked to somebody about my brand, I'm satisfied. 
Um, same thing. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always promoting, but in a good manner. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, like, naturally, the more you do it, the more people you talk to, you form a business etiquette, you know? Exactly. You know how to talk about yourself. You know how to talk about your craft. It's not forced. It's exactly. Just exactly. It's a natural connection being formed, you know? Definitely. Kind of like this. Definitely. You know? <laughs> so, what does it mean to you to be young and dumb? Oh God! <laughs> Young and dumb sums up my first twenty years. <laughs> but realistically, it, what it sums up to me is a level of spirit, a level of spirit to to fall and get back up, to you know, to keep on trying. It's like resilient. It's like you know, you're not naive. You're not stupid. You know, you're dumb to an extent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's okay. But it's weighed out because you're young. You know, exactly. so exactly. so so to a way, you know, you are who you are, and it's a transitional period, and it's a period that you're gonna hold on to the rest of your life. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all the young people I talk to now, I want to pr- like get that point set in them to not blow through these years, because mm-hmm. in your Dude, glory days, exactly, so, so exactly, so much like leverage to make mistakes. Yep. Like you can't make mistakes. 30 years from now when you have a family and kids. Exactly. And I feel like the youth nowadays are so much more empowered than they were before. Like, 100%. You know, the youth know more about the te- more about technology than some their parents. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they have endless possibilities. And yeah. it's so important for them to take advantage of these times, these very crucial years to grow and mm-hmm. thrive in their environments. Mm. And I couldn't agree more. Like, I, I honestly... Like, you know, I talk on social media, and I understand that the young people have the power, man. The young people is is where that. And realistically, I'm carrying away from myself, but I have a younger team um, younger than me. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out Russ. Shout out Donnie. Shout out everyone a part of that camp. Because I understand that, you know, I can only make my voice so loud and understand that these younger people behind me, they have the strength. You know, they have the meaning. They're kind of what I'm working for. Because exactly. eventually I want to pass, you know, the stone or the fire or whatever I'm carrying to them. Exactly. For them to pass to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And to keep the hope alive. Keep the vision alive. Mm-hmm. I feel that. So last question. Yeah, sure. What question do you wish that we asked you? <laughs> um, you know, we could have started off with like, you know, um, what's my favorite food? <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like some, some what makes you hungry. <laughs> well, I heard that Jess is making egg rolls or something. So, you know, you know, I pulled up at the right time. But, you know, I'm I'm half Jamaican, half Indian. So, like anything a part of like the Caribbean or like spicy cuisine, I like I love Thai. Um So, yeah, that's about it. Okay. That's uh, that's just about sums it up. Owen, a big, big, big thanks. For oh, thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, great interview. And I think that your words will inspire thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. Let's go, let's go with millions. Right? <laughs> very inspirational. No, thank you. Very appreciate Very detailed. And I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to share this with us. People, if you're listening, uh, go check out Owen on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Yep. Um by by Owen Newman. Um, by Owen Newman. Just how it sounds. I want to thank you guys again. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you. Um, check out his brand, uh, No Emotions. Yep. Um, he has a website. We'll throw that up on our website. Um, check out his dumb profile at getyourgrindup.com. We'll be back next Tuesday with more content. Don't forget, we are all young and dumb.
And definitely don't forget to always get your grind up. Hey. Thanks for listening, people. Have a great week. Peace. Peace. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our podcast. Check out our website, getchogrindup.com, for every dumb profile and even more content. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Get Your Grind Up. And share a name as we spread your journeys. What doesn't kill you makes you dumber. Thank, Thank you, guys. guys. Peace. Peace.